0: Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. We have been spending the last several episodes, as a matter of fact, many, many episodes, looking at the parables of the Lord Jesus Christ, and we're in the 25th chapter right now. We have seen that chapters 24 and 25 are are pivotal in understanding not only about the days yet to come, even from our perspective, but to understand about the kingdom of heaven, about the kingdom of God. Now, remember what happened. We went back and read chapter 22, chapter 23, chapter 24, and now chapter 25 of Matthew uh, to see what the context was. Jesus had had a very, very uh, intense meeting with the religious leadership where he said seven times, woe to you, scribes, Pharisees, you hypocrites, and then described what they were doing. Out of that, he comes out of the temple. He and the disciples go over uh, to the Mount of Olives when they come out of the temple, the disciples point out the building. and like, hey, master, look at the buildings. they coming along pretty good here, huh? And he said, there's not going to be a left of stone unturned from these. Well, that sort of put cold water on the conversation, didn't Well, they were thinking about that. And apparently Jesus probably said some other things, too, because when they get over to the Mount of Olives, four of the disciples come to him, and they ask him a question. They said, uh, Lord, when will these things occur, and what will be the sign of your coming again and of the end of the age? Then in Matthew 24, verses 4 through 14, he gives a panoramic overview of the balance of history. Then in verse 15, he starts giving them more details about what's going to happen within that overview that he had just given. At the end of the 24th chapter, he starts giving examples. He says it's going to be like in the days of Noah. It's going to be like this. It's going to be like that. We saw in the previous episode that at the beginning of the 25th chapter, Jesus says this then the kingdom of heaven will be comparable to 10 virgins. And he gives what we call the parable of the 10 virgins who are waiting for the bridegroom to come. But notice how he said, it's the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of heaven. So this really ties into the question and lets us know that the question they were asking about was, you know, when, when is the kingdom of God coming? What is this thing about the kingdom of heaven? What is this thing about the kingdom of God? So he Goes through, gives them the parable about the 10 virgins. Then in verse 14 of Matthew 25, it begins like this. Jesus is still speaking. For it is just like a man. So let me stop there. Well, was just like a man? Really, the it is is not there in the Greek. So it sounds like this. For just like a man, Jesus has given given them another way of thinking about it. We call it a parable. and He's going to give another parable story right here. But he's given them another way to think about what he's describing and to think about the answer that he's given to these questions. So verse 14 again. For it is just like a man about to go on a journey who called his own slaves and entrusted his possessions to them. So he's setting the the background for the story. He said a man is just like this. A man's going off on a journey. He calls in his slaves, his employees, whoever, and he entrusts his possessions to them. Verse 15. To one, he gave five talents, to another, two, and to another, one, each according to his ability, and he went on his journey. Now, again, uh, there's a lot of debate in these parables, particularly in the 25th chapter, about what all the details and what all the nuances may mean about this and that and that type of stuff. Uh, Don't get caught up in that kind of thing okay i mean it's fine it's good to sit there and talk about some things but don't miss the big point remember what the big point of the parable the version was to be on the alert okay be on the alert make sure that you know the lord and make sure that you are known by him remember jesus said "I, i i don't know you and then he tells his his disciples to be on the alert because they don't they don't know the day or the hour when the son of man will return so it's the same thing right here To one person got five talents, one got two, and another got one. Now, we think of talents, we're thinking of skills and abilities. No, no, this is money right here. He gave them resources. He gave them something. Okay, He gave them things to work with. And he did so according to each ability. And notice that it's the master who has seen the ability within the slaves. So the master is the one that gives the one or gives the two or gives the five or gives whatever. So verse 16. Immediately, the one who had received the five talents went and traded with him and gained five more talents. In the same manner, the one who had received the two talents gained two more. But he who received the one talent went away and dug a hole in the ground and hid his master's money. Now, after a long time, the master of those slaves came and settled accounts with him. The one who had received the five talents came up and brought five more talents, saying, Master, you entrusted five talents to me. See, I've gained five more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You are faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master." Also, the one who had received the two talents came up and said, Master, you entrusted two talents to me. See, I have gained two more talents. His master said to him, Well done, good and faithful slave. You are faithful with a few things. I will put you in charge of many things. Enter into the joy of your master. And the one who had received the one talent came up and said, "Uh, Master, I knew you to be a hard man. "'reaping where you did not sow "'and gathering where you scattered no seed. "'And I was afraid and went away "'and hid your talent in the ground. "'See, you have what is yours.' "'But his master answered and said to him, "'You wicked, lazy slave. "'You knew that I reap where I did not sow "'and gather where I scattered no seed.' then you ought to have put my money in the bank. And on my arrival, I would have received my money back with interest. Therefore, take away the talent from him and give it to the one who has the 10 talents. For to everyone who has, more shall be given and he will have an abundance. But from the one who does not have, even what he does have shall be taken away. The last verse now, throw out the worthless slave Into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And then Jesus is going to continue on. We'll look at the next episode about this place of weeping and gnashing of teeth and some things like that. We've seen that phraseology already. So, what's going on here? What's the picture? Uh, the, The bottom line with me is this the picture is what are you doing with your life? Okay? Because it's a picture that we are all granted a life. We're all granted talents, abilities, whatever it may be, resources <coughs> that the Lord has given us. The one that had the one resource, the one life that He'd given, been given, He buried literally His life. He buried that talent and then brought it to the Master with no gain or no profit to be made from it. Now, that doesn't mean that this is speaking of, from a business perspective. I think it's saying. What are you doing with your life? And the fact that it comes and it ends with casting this worthless slave into the outer darkness, in that place there would be weeping and gnashing of teeth, I think is showing us that that we need to know what we are doing with our lives. You notice how uh, the master responded to him, the one with the five and the one with the two. He says, you've been faithful. That's good. Enter into the joy of your master. They had taken what the master had granted to them and had done good things with it. So the picture is this. What are we doing with what the Lord has granted to us? Now, remember how he started this off. He says, for it is just like a man. The it is the kingdom of heaven. He's saying the kingdom of heaven is like this. The kingdom of God is like this. So you need to make certain that you're doing what the Lord has designed for you, what he's equipped you to do within the kingdom of God. The primary thing with that is, have you believed unto salvation? Have you repented and confessed and called upon the name of the Lord? Have you done this? If you haven't done that, then you have just buried what the Lord has granted unto you. You are a worthless slave and you will be cast into the outer darkness, a place where there'll be weeping, and gnashing of teeth. Well, my time's up. We'll continue this with the next episode. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see y'all then. Goodbye.